0: So welcome to the podcast, mate. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, nice. Um, I'm joined, but today by uh, the man, the powerful Dustin Brown. And I was just looking through your little your little resume on on what you what you do. There isn't much that you don't do. So um, you you were a pro surfer. Yeah. You um you can definitely choke people out. Yeah. Uh, Brazilian jiu jitsu yeah. black belt. Um, you co-founded a yoga studio, and you're a yoga teacher. Obviously, have I missed anything? Um, I'm pretty sure there's more. The am, personal I'm trainer. Ninja's
1: dad. Yeah, I used to be a PT. Back yeah, in the personal day. trainer as well. I've done some guiding and kayaking and kayaking. lifeguarding and things like that. Lifeguarding as well. So I, I grew up in Hawaii.
0: Yeah, right. So yeah. that's
1: where it kind of all started.
0: Okay. And you want to take us back to Hawaii and, and let us know how you got to be here then?
1: Yeah, it, it was a pretty cool way to grow up. I grew up in Hawaii on the island of Kauai, which is an epic, epic, beautiful place, part of the world. The Dalai Lama said that when he visited there, one side is where all souls enter this universe. And on the other side of the island is the gateway to the next life or yeah. the the gateway onward. So it's like when you go there, you feel that powerful sense of energy or mana. It was pretty cool. (laughs) I love surfing. My dad got me into it. And that eventually led me to California. And I became a pro surfer after lots of trial and error. Yep. In Hawaii, one of many. And in California, it was a bit easier to stand out. And I got picked up by a cool company who gave me a contract just to literally travel and surf. I didn't have to compete or anything like that. Yep. And that was amazing. Mm. And in the end, I ended up coming to Australia and visiting friends in Bondi. C- got convinced to visit Melbourne and met my wife, Nova, mm. and never left. Yeah, right. It was like, cool. it was the perfect fit yeah. and perfect place. And in the process, because I wasn't surfing as much, I fell in love with jujitsu, jitsu which is like a whole other rabbit hole. Yeah. And I fell down.
0: I feel that. Is there... Yeah. A- you were doing yoga, though, while you were surfing as well earlier in the piece? Not or? so much. Yeah. Yeah. I, I,
1: growing up in Hawaii, like the only people that I knew that did yoga were like these hippies that kind of squatted around on the beaches and on people's lands and <laughs> were really, like, really not the coolest people. So I didn't have the best impression of what it was. Yeah. And then it uh, wasn't until a jiu-jitsu and I was kind of broken and my wife started going to hot yoga. Yeah. And she's like, you need to do this. You need to come with me. Mm-hmm. And that started the journey. That was like after she, I, th- I swear she tried to convince me for six weeks plus. And finally after <laughs> after that, I finally went to one after one time. I was like,
0: okay, wow, this is really good. Yeah, got hooked. Yeah. yeah so you, you seemed that um, with surfing, yoga, jujitsu, they all seem to be very slow state orientated uh, sort of things to do. So is that mm. your personality, just to to get into that flow? You just love the flow state. I'm addicted to the flow state, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah,
1: and that's the, I gravitate towards those things, and anything that makes me feel like that, I get quite obsessed with it. Yeah, I find. Mm. And so surfing, it's like when you are there, you're in that place where there's no thought, there's nothing but the moment. Especially when the waves are really good and it's on. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's truly special. Mm. In jujitsu, it's
0: it's life or death in a way.
1: Yeah, it's fight or flight, but then it becomes, like, a game after you get comfortable with it. At first, it's just, like, you don't even know what happened. Yeah. I took a friend for the first time recently, and he's, like, he's actually, he's done a lot of wrestling stuff, but never jiu-jitsu where there's submissions involved. And he's, like, I just went full panic mode. I didn't even know what to do. I was just, like, I don't even remember what happened in any of those matches. I just tried and had to tap and this and that. And so... It's another level of thinking.
0: It's another level of anxiety to deal with, or a, you, have to, a, you have to find a place to relax inside the chaos. Yeah, exactly. Find your center in that madness. In it's a way, like, it's
1: self-imposed. You put yourself in this situation. Yeah, and then suddenly you're just like, you have to deal with it.
0: Because mm. if you panic, you actually put yourself in more danger. I guess if well, you if you don't yeah. stay calm, you're gonna you're gonna get picked up. Someone's gonna put you in a bad position. Yeah,
1: really easily. Yeah. And so it almost works off your reactions when you react sporadically or
0: yeah your, your mind wanders your mind <laughs> that, wanders then, you then the wrong it's, thing. it's gone <laughs> yeah yeah so do you compete compete in that yeah
1: i've competed all around the world in jiu-jitsu yeah and i had some cool sponsors that enabled me to travel a lot and do all the major competitions and in the last couple of years we've since opened the yoga studio i've competed less and less yeah yeah i find it very hard to focus 100% on or 50% on each thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've been focusing on the yoga studio and yoga at the moment, but I do miss the competitions. Yeah,
0: yeah. Cool. Um so what about with the yoga, you're um how long how long do you say you've been teaching yoga now?
1: Hmm. Only about 5 years. Yeah, yeah. That's
0: cool. Yeah.
1: And I love it. It's mm. I First did a teacher training, just thinking, I want to get better knowledge of the practice because I'm pretty sure I'm doing most of the things wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They're like, the teachers were like, oh, this feels so amazing. Open your heart and do this stuff. And I was like,
0: this just feels horrible.
1: (laughs) I must be doing this wrong. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, and I went and did a teacher and and lo and behold, I was doing things wrong. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Made everything so much better. But in the process, I discovered, you know what, this is something I'm really passionate about. I want to share Mm -hmm. and just the way it makes me feel is truly special yeah and I feel like I have I find it easy to explain things to people in a way that seems easy for them to understand I feel like teaching comes natural to me Mm -hmm. and so yeah Yeah. I really love it getting the flow of that as well yeah it's one of the most rewarding rewarding things and yeah there's definitely a flow to teaching Yeah, yeah yeah because unlike personal training which kind of sucks your soul yeah <laughs> it does it drains your soul away like there's some amazing clients and then there's just those select few that just make the whole thing kind of like soul sucking
0: yeah yeah yep. Mm.
1: and yoga it's just
0: people they're, are there to, to they want to get expand themselves and they, they're they there for the the purpose that you're there to teach them so it's a good alignment in that, that regard, I guess.
1: Yeah, and you know, there is up and downs because it is a business in that aspect and there are some people that are, you're never going to please everyone, mm-hmm. but the general feedback and the the whole community that we've created with, with Warrior One is truly special. Mm-hmm. And just some of the stories, people tell me the changes that yoga's brought to their life. That just makes me like, shine from the inside like i can't even describe it yeah yeah i get emotional that fulfillment kind yeah, of yeah like when that. people write a super nice email just because just to drop a line that you know we made a difference or their life is better because of yoga or because of the studio
0: and the community there that's mm. that's Pretty why special. that's like okay that's why we do this yeah 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 100 yeah, percent. And what about um going from that into boys of yoga
1: yeah, Boys of Yoga is an awesome kind of movement mm-hmm. and just aligns exactly with what I want to promote. And that's just to get more men in general, change the misconception of what yoga is mm-hmm. and meditation especially, yep. yoga and meditation. And to promote it to the general public is just something to improve improve yourself as a human but improve your health as well. Like the physical benefits are huge in themselves, but then where that takes you, where it leads you, whether you want to be led there or not, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's amazing. You what know? it exposes you to of, yeah. in, in yourself. Yeah. It just opens, opens you up mm-hmm. to what's going on inside and your consciousness starts to shift, whether whether you consciously go there for that, you think you're going there for a workout, or you think you're going there to sweat or whatever, but then hmm. something deeper starts to happen.
0: Yeah. And so you did you are you part of you're one of the boys of yoga? Yeah.
1: yeah. So, so how many
0: are there?
1: I don't even know now. I think there's a lot. Yeah. There's probably some and wherever Michael James Wong has traveled to, there's <laughs> there's some boys of yoga. Yeah, right. So and, is
0: it his baby, is it?
1: Yeah, so yeah. Michael James Wong is he's originally from New Zealand mm-hmm. and he's lived in LA, he lives in London currently, he's lived in Australia. He's an amazing yoga teacher and meditation teacher. And yeah, all of his stuff that he does is super well done, professionally done. He puts some, such great effort and time behind it and that really shows because of the quality of the stuff he puts out there. Yeah. And yeah, just an awesome dude, awesome initiative.
0: Yeah, really stoked to be a. So part you of that. collab and and whenever there's an event, you get together and go and promote guys getting into yoga.
1: Yeah, and and it's just like some people are like, oh, the, you know, what are you trying to say? It's for guys only. It's not for the girls. It's like, no, 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 no. The girls are in there. The <laughs> girls
0: are in there. They're, it's <laughs> like
1: if you look at like it's one of the main things where like if you go to any yoga event or any yoga class for the most part, men are the minority. Yeah, it's like at least ten to one. And it's it's just like. We're not saying that we love that all the women are into it and, you know, they're, they've paved the way. Yeah, They know the benefits. They know how amazing it is. Yeah. And I'm sure 90%, if not more than that, would love for the same benefits and the same kind of consciousness to be with all the guys that they talk to and date yeah. and have relationships with, you know, it's just like, yeah. if, if everyone did yoga, you can't deny that the world would be a much better place.
0: Yeah, yeah, true. Sure. Yeah, and so what about uh, what back back to surfing? What about what's the craziest place you've ever surfed?
1: Oh, craziest place probably Pipeline. Mm-hmm. Pipeline is a crazy wave in itself, but then the crowd just makes it that much more crazy.
0: Yeah, and so that like any near death experiences in the ocean. Not there, but yeah, for sure. Tell, Even... tell us about one of those. Okay. So <laughs> um,
1: where I li- where I grew up on the east side of the island on Kauai is uh, really, there's some amazing waves and not a lot of people surf them because it's not always good. The wind has to shift from the predominant trade winds to a Kona wind, which then blows offshore there but when that does happen there's all these secret spots yep. that turn on and often you can get waves all to yourself or with two and just a friend or two yep. and so it was one of those days and i had the wave all to myself and it was going off and called my friends no one could come surf so i was surfing myself and that's not so scary because i've you know i grew up there it was like i've dived there i know that reef it's like home but the wave started picking up and it got bigger and bigger and i fell on takeoff and the waves were really hollow really barreling really hollow really good
0: that mean that you're close to the reef when you fall
1: so yeah the reef's pretty shallow yeah but what happened is that the way this wave breaks it hits this reef shelf and goes from top to bottom really quick but behind the reef shelf is really deep mm-hmm. and when i fell on takeoff i got sucked under and behind and I didn't know, but behind the shelf is like a little cave. And it tucked me behind this little cave. And it was all turbulent, so I couldn't see. Mm-hmm. So I pushed off the bottom, went to hit push up, and I whacked my head on the top of this coral cave. Yeah. Or little outcropping. It was more like a big outcropping. Mm-hmm. And knocked my head and made me dizzy. My head was bleeding, I was dizzy. And I couldn't tell which way was up and which way was down mm-hmm. until I felt my leash. And I started pulling my leash, and I realized where I was. And I came up. Got out of the little thing, out of the little cave to take about five more waves right on the head.
0: Yeah, right, yeah.
1: Went in and I was all right. But it was just lucky that. You didn't I was get able knocked to, out. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't get knocked out. Mm. I was able to find my way out of that little cave mm. and that I was able to make it to shore. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, oh, I shouldn't have surfed by myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The worst thing that ever happened surfing, though, I would say, is I ripped off my little toe. Not the little one, but my second toe yeah, on his right. foot. Yeah, I ripped it off so bad in the reef that I had to get it surgically reattached.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that really, it really messed up my life for a good, good couple of months.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it all better now? Oh yeah, yep. it's reattached. <laughs> it's good. That was a long time ago.
1: It <laughs> yeah, looked, it look doesn't look the prettiest.
0: Mm. What about sharks? Sharks?
1: I haven't. I've seen lots of shark surfing. Mm. I've never had any close calls or encounters myself. Yeah, you know. You seen? I've, when we're surfing a lot in Kauai, you see a little reef shark swing by and things like that. Yeah. I do have friends. Like, my friend's sister is Bethany Hamilton. And that's the, you know, the famous pro surfer I the do with, not know. with one arm. Okay. And she got her arm bit off at a very young age. And she's still, she's still pro now. She's a mother. She's amazing. You yeah. should watch her surf at one point. She serves better with one arm than most people do with two. Yeah, right, yeah. And then my other friend, Michael Coots. He got his leg bit off from just above the knee, and he was a professional bodyboarder, Mm. and that was pretty heavy. Yeah. I think I was about 16 when that happened. Yeah. And um, he's a shark conservation advocate now. Yeah, right. And professional surf photographer, Mm. and he surfs stand-up, like, he surfs pipeline with a prosthetic. Yeah, right. He's awesome. Crazy. So... Thank goodness I haven't had any close encounters, and I don't want to. But yeah, yeah. Have had some people that are quite close. Yeah. And seen the effects, but what I noticed, they came off so much more positive, and than you think. Yeah, than you yeah. would think. They didn't mm. let it change their life in a negative way at all. It's mm. like it almost catapulted them to something greater, mm. and something truly positive, which is pretty, pretty amazing when you think contrary of to what you'd think would happen.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: they they took it as a vehicle for change to the positive, which is truly amazing.
0: Mm. And do, do you, where do you like to surf here? Where do you get around here?
1: I love to... Down the West Coast, like Cathedral Rock and some other hidden spots around there. I do like Winky and Bells, but they're always so crowded. Yeah. And then on the other side, I love uh, Phillip Island. Yeah. And around the corner from Phillip Island, there's some, some spots near Kilconda and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, well, I'm looking for a teacher soon, so... I'm going to have to sign you up. <laughs> yeah, I'll come really, and follow you. We can go somewhere where there's like half foot waves. That'll be great because I can hardly swim. Uh,
1: <laughs> surfing will teach you to swim pretty quick. Yeah, right. Yeah. At least you have a, a board. You can climb up the leash like a rope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm.
0: Yeah, right. What else has been happening? What's, what are you up to these days? These days, mm.
1: teaching lots of yoga classes. And at the same time, trying to stay inspired for my own teaching because I feel I feel it's so important I want to be able to practice every day at least a little bit more than daily meditation but the asana practice as well because I feel like I'm constantly leading people into these experiences and some of them are ready for some more advanced things and i want to make sure that i'm ready to take everyone there safely Mm -hmm. i see some injuries some people with injuries because they're a little bit careless and that's my goal is to like have people very safely progress Mm -hmm. while not getting injured yeah not breaking people not breaking people just to do cool stuff yeah like i love to do advanced postures and handstands and things like that but in my own practice i've noticed how ingenious injuries are all it takes is a moment of carelessness
0: Mm -hmm.
1: carelessness
0: (laughs) carelessness yes exactly (laughs) so
1: and and that's all it takes like even this week i was demonstrating in a yoga class and i was demonstrating a basic you know standing lunge with my hands back and i looked and i noticed someone in the it was a beginner's class and someone had their front foot tight like totally internally rotated and their knee was bending out to the side all weird and funky and i was like it totally threw me off yeah and i looked at them and just said oh can you please adjust your foot and gave them cues and she fixed it right away and it was fine Mm -hmm. but and then i turned back and i in that moment of me focusing not on myself yeah i torqued my back a little bit like after class i had like i had like strained my ql Mm i was like oh it's just great so just so important that we do things mindfully, especially if you're doing this practice every day and you want to make it a sustainable thing mm. as you age. You know, that's the whole thing. But improve your your physical body so that you can age gracefully. Yeah. Vehicle for what's inside. Mm-hmm. And so that you can have, you know, serve your purpose.
0: Yeah. I and mean, if you go too hard and do some damage today, then you can't do anything for the next three weeks. Then sort of you get, <laughs> you're sort of going backwards in a way. Like, yeah. 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 You're holding yourself back, so. So how, so how how do you prepare, how do you make sure that you're at your best so that doesn't happen So you? Uh,
1: lots of, well, lots of personal practice Mm -hmm. and that's especially the restorative stuff. Yeah. I've noticed that, you know, I am very yang personality. Like I like to go, go, go. I like to do things fast and hard. Mm -hmm. And so to slow down is a, is a practice Mm -hmm. and meditation helps. But beyond that, doing yin, doing like self massage, yoga tune up. Yeah that's been huge as far as recovering and not breaking. Mm-hmm. And that really brings, it's just bringing awareness to all these places that you might not think about that are a little bit dark or body blind spots. Even, yeah, yeah. Which is really interesting. Oh. Do that and then you don't break. Mm. <laughs> Fight the yang with the yin, find balance. Yeah. all so it's always there. It's like It's like in every teaching, it's in everything. And mm. then if we can apply it, which is the hardest thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then it
0: works. It's amazing. Oh, um, you you guys get into um, Anthony Robbins as well?
1: Yeah, that was pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was a bit skeptical. I did the I did the first thing we did was uh, unleash the power within, which is like a four day event in Sydney, mm-hmm. and they pump you up and the. You end up walking on hot coals after the first day. Yeah, yeah. And then they go through all these techniques. And I found it really, really interesting. Not super transformational, but empowering. Yeah. And very cool. Mm. And some of the concepts were very, very useful. Very useful. And they sat with me well. Mm. And then we went to date with Destiny. And I was like, I was unsure. But then after the first day, I was like, okay, this is going to be pretty special. Yeah. And it was truly transformational. They took all the concepts they kind of the foundations they laid through the four day one, mm-hmm. and then I don't even know how to describe it really, but pretty much all your core values, your core beliefs, and asking if what they are is what you want them to be,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and if they're not, giving you a vehicle to change them. Yeah. And what I found most interesting is Tony Robbins doesn't call it yoga. He doesn't call it meditation. Mm but he's doing yoga he's doing <laughs> chakra balancing yeah he's doing deep vedic med yeah he's doing all these techniques he's doing he's doing he's not he's not doing um aham he's doing soham yeah and he's having people meditate for like two hours while he's doing chakra balancing for them yeah. and all these different things and i'm sitting there and i'm doing this experience and i was like He's like, oh, just sit down. We're going to play some music and there's going to be some lights. And mm-hmm. you just sit and relax and enjoy the experience. Some people might have an experience. If you do, just go with it. If not, just relax. Yeah, yeah. And then literally like two hours later, it's just you had this deep experience. Like I totally transcended mm-hmm. many times. And I was just like, oh, wow, that was a truly epic experience. Yeah. And so you realize what I realized was like he's literally just lifting the consciousness of thousands of people at a time. Mm-hmm. Can we let him out? Uh, yep. Can you go out on the balcony? Yeah, now? yeah, but yeah. Can we pause this? <laughs> no, just... Ninja! Uh, Ninja!
0: Come on. Oh! Yeah, so saying to, that he's just raising the consciousness of all the people that are... That yeah, is, that like, him, yeah. you know,
1: these events, they're literally like 5,000 plus people at a time. Mm. And he goes through even these things like where are you at in your level of consciousness? Where does your consciousness reside? Mm-hmm. And then where would you like it to be? Yeah and it correlates directly to the chakra system Mm -hmm. even the same colors and the same values and everything yeah and even how you know where your consciousness lies which correlates to each energy center Mm -hmm. and i found it really really well even the way he broke down relationships it comes right down to the shiva and shakti energy of the universe yeah and if you're not true to your nature whatever your true nature is then mm-hmm. there's going to be issues in whatever relationship you're in yeah which is just like so simple but so true yeah, yeah. just honor your honor what's within mm-hmm. and that doesn't matter what you are physically whether you're a man or a woman you honor your nature shiva yeah. or shakti yeah honor that in your relationship and if you show up as that and the other person shows up as their true nature it's going to be magic
0: yeah 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 That's it. Yeah, simple but effective.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. And it's just, so little things like that, me and Nova have just found it truly, like, Mm life-changing. We walked away, I walked away feeling like I know what my life purpose is. I know what I'm after. I know what my question that I should be asking myself every day when negative questions come up. Mm -hmm. And I know what my default is and I know what I need to do to rewire or reprogram to shift my state.
0: Yeah, yeah
1: cool so i found that super amazing
0: yeah i, I just yeah. thought um like because i haven't been to any and i got the impression he was more of a motivator mm. so so when i saw like you going to see his things i was thinking how could this guy need motivation like you yeah. do so much stuff like you surely you don't need motivation but obviously when you break it down like that it's a it's lot deeper like, than just motivating yeah
1: like, yeah because, yeah, he's a motivational speech guy. And you look at his thing and he's like, he's really loud and he's huge. He's a huge dude. He's yeah, literally yeah. like a giant. Yeah. He's like seven foot tall. <laughs> and he has giant hands and he's a huge, big personality. Yeah. But then you see the love that he puts into like helping people and why he does it. Like it's made him very wealthy and it's not cheap to do any of these things. Yeah. But you literally get so much out of it. I would recommend anyone to do it. Yeah. And But you you just go in. And if you're skeptical, leave after the first day if you think it's shit. Mm -hmm. Because, oh, it's like you sit there and you have these... I've never cried so much in a week in my whole life. I've never had so many... Felt so connected to such a large collective of people. There's maybe, I think, the two or Mm 3,000. And it just, like, never felt... Humanity come together with such love and compassion for one another. Yeah. You feel like you're right there with every person because people get up and they share really intimate information. Yeah, and he literally works them through their problems and what's going on. And as he does this, you distill so many life lessons for yourself. Yeah you know and it's just like you see it's just like you see yourself in these people you realize holy shit we are all one we all have these aches these same situations these same feelings you know some people have you know obviously life situations and they differ this and that but you have one thing going forward Mm -hmm. at the end of every day you have one thing that you're in control of Mm -hmm. and that's how you choose to present yourself or how you choose to show up
0: yeah definitely very powerful stuff
1: yeah, I found that extremely beneficial. And to watch a master facilitator yeah. at work for that many people, mm. truly And awesome. still
0: hold hold them all in that space. Oh,
1: hold space for that many people so well mm. and for that many hours. It, it's like literally like 9 a.m. to 2, 3 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, right. So it's just like straight through.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's really wow. Well. Powerful. Yeah. And that obviously that has a big influence on the way you teach and the way that you want to teach going forward. I take it like is it, important it, it
1: has, and I just try and infuse some of those simple principles into my daily teaching, and I ask people to do simple exercises that are nothing groundbreaking, but have a big, you don't effect. run into
0: warrior one and get everyone revved up with it. Big... <laughs> no,
1: I'm not playing like
0: disco music and making
1: everybody get up and dance and a clap big, big... Or, or any of those techniques. <laughs> Motivational uh, speech before no, the, yoga, oh, before the yin. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, get up. Show me your move. Everyone shavasana. <laughs>
1: <laughs> None of that, no. but, um, just the principles, you know, like just taking a moment to be grateful for the things you have, mm just a just a moment or two every day just to stop and think of three things you're grateful for yeah yeah it's like if you do that at the start and end of every day and you just make a little practice even Mm. if you do it before after your med i know you med
0: yeah do this do
1: this for me you know you do this twice you do med twice a day Mm -hmm. every day do this after your med Mm. be like in the morning med what am i grateful for right now after your med yeah what are three things that'll make today awesome and then the evening med after afternoon or evening med be like okay, again what are three things that happened today that I'm grateful for, mm-hmm. and what are two things that could make tomorrow that could have been even better mm-hmm. or I could have done to improve yeah, yeah. like little micro improvements mm-hmm. and if you just so like it's a practice in the morning practice in the evening. Just adding on to something you're already doing so takes thirty seconds, maybe a minute if you want to spend more time with it, or longer. Yeah, yeah. And holy wow, you mm. just watch. You're so much more happy.
0: Yeah, because all through the day you're looking out for that thing that you want to be grateful for at the yeah. night as well. So you're pre-programmed to be looking out for that thing you're grateful you're looking for for gratitude. And then all the the more you look for it, the more you're going to see it. Yes, mm-hmm. too.
1: And it's and it's just like I have members of the studio message me or like tag me on instagram and like because dustin brown told me to be great to think of three things to be grateful and like you know they do things that are nice for themselves or nice for other people and mm-hmm. it's just like i see that and that just like makes me so happy i'm just like yeah. yes <laughs> it doesn't matter how many people do it if one person does it and yeah. it just makes them a happier person mm. that's so powerful yeah i know it works for me mm. and you know that as as, as Tony puts it, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. he's like, he's like your brain is wired to look for the negative in every situation. Yeah. By default. Mm-hmm. You want to survive. That's Problem your survival, solving, survival, survival. brain. Yeah. If something's wrong, you could die. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why every situation, you're looking for something wrong. We live in a world now that's safe. Yeah. And there's locks and doors and walls and we're safe for mm-hmm. the most part, most of us. Yeah. And so... You need to reprogram your brain to stop looking for the negative in any situation, which it's already doing. Like if you talk to most people, like, oh, how's it going? Oh, it's horrible weather today. It's <laughs> <Just laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, so what's going on with you? Oh, I'm so grumpy. This person cut me off. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. so superficial. Mm. But just being, yeah, just go back to being grateful.
0: Yeah. What you're looking for, looking for grateful things to be grateful for, as opposed to the brain looking for the negative. Mm. Yeah. It reprograms so, you. Yeah. Yeah Makes you happier mm, Definitely does Yeah And um, any Any other like workshops Or retreats Coming up for Warrior One That you got going on
1: Wow Yeah we have some Cool things happening um, We leave on Monday For New Zealand We're going to Aroha retreat For our annual retreat there Which is a beautiful Retreat centre Outside of Queenstown mm-hmm. And it's yoga and hiking and amazingness yeah right so like um how long does the retreat go for retreats six nights and every day yoga in the morning then a beautiful hike in one of new zealand's lakes so it's south island yeah down near like rootburn track and some epic hiking zones around that area yeah we do we actually do get to hike the rootburn and followed by epic lunch and secret treats from the spa And then followed by evening restorative yoga, and then repeat. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So you go deep over the five days. Yeah, it's it's really nice to get. That's I love retreats because you just get to know people on such a deeper level, Mm -hmm. to connect with them in that way. And you actually, when you spend that much time with you with people, you get to see a real change in their bodies and their practice. Yeah. Even even a week is enough. Mm. You get to see people truly relax and drop in. And because they're not doing all the other things of everyday life, like working and the stresses of that, you just see them melt through so many things so quickly. It's amazing. You're just yeah. like, oh, that's yeah. beautiful to see. So we have a roha On the 14th of October, I'm doing a class at the Sandringham Yacht Club for the national breast cancer foundation it's mm-hmm. like uh, a ticket event and all most of the proceeds go after the funds go to hire out the space but all the proceeds go to national breast cancer foundation yeah cool trying to do yoga class and have some cool sponsors to give away prizes and, and how do you find that one that is through the bayside mailer.com.au bayside mailer Yeah, you. Com.au. yeah cool. you can buy tickets through them yeah support an, a beautiful cause and what else? Anything else? Have a look on Instagram or Warrior One. Warrior One on Instagram. Warrior One on Instagram or me, D Brown Yoga. Yeah. Always always like to connect and always find exactly what we're up to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nova's better with the schedule. I just show up. <laughs> she's like, babe, so we're doing this and this, yeah. and we're going here. I'm like, perfect, I'll cool. be there. I'll be on time, and I'll be ready. Yeah,
0: infinite organizing power of Shakti, right?
1: Yeah, she's so good. <laughs> she is my number one, yeah. and that's why we make such a great team, because <laughs> I'm not that, and she is. Yeah, yeah. And vice versa. <laughs> oh, cool,
0: man. Yeah, yeah. so we'll so wrap it up there, if that's all right. I'll let yeah, you, awesome. Unless you've got any little key knowledge nuggets for us you want to drop before we go be grateful be grateful every single day beautiful take a moment three in the morning
1: yep and if you only do that i promise you'll be a little bit happier
0: each day beautiful mate thank you very much thank you